Hi folks, it's Neil here. Normally we begin with our musical clue as the theme of the fortnight. But not this time. At least not yet. I'm recording this bit alone. And unlike anything else we do, this is definitely scripted. At 1am, Pacific Standard Time, Thursday the 26th of November, Ryan Brady and his friend and musical partner, Max Perenchio, were both killed in a horrific car accident in Los Angeles. Many of you won't know who I'm talking about, but I do know some of you will, as thanks to his encouragement and generosity, you are aware of Generation Mix. Ryan was one half of my favourite podcast, Take It Away, the complete Paul McCartney archive podcast. This fantastic podcast delved into the entirety of Paul McCartney's solo career with wit, charm, eloquence and a huge dollop of humour. Two Macca fanboys dissect the albums, singles and many, many other tracks, released and unreleased. And if you've listened to episode one of Generation Mix, you'll know the Beatles are my favourite band and it is not hard to conclude that Paul is comfortably my favourite Beatle. However, I'd become jaded, perhaps even embarrassed about my McCartney fandom since the early 90s, getting each new release with decreasing enthusiasm. However, on finding and working through that podcast, my interest returned. The Facebook group was and is a delight. In lockdown, inspired by revisiting the podcast for the second time, I undertook to listen through every one of Paul's studio albums, one a day, in chronological order, followed by the collections of singles and bonus tracks. It took me 36 days. I found songs I loved, songs I loathed, songs I barely knew, and songs that did a complete 180 in my assessment of them over the years. I posted my analyses on that Facebook group and loved reading the comments. The Facebook group has become one of my favourite online spaces with people I don't really know, feeling like they're friends. That group and its parent podcasts are a huge part of the inspiration behind Generation Mix. I didn't know Ryan beyond a message or three, asking permission to promote this podcast on the Facebook group, which was granted with grace and trademark humour. There will, of course, be a McCartney episode of this podcast in the future, and I had planned to ask Ryan to guest on it over Zoom. A newfound, revitalised love of Paul's music is the undoubted fruit of that podcast. My excitement levels for the forthcoming McCartney 3 are finally back to the level of the 15-year-old me eager to get his birthday hands on Flowers in the Dirt. That excitement was only matched by the anticipation of new Take It Away episodes, which will now not happen. That Ryan was loved by people he had never met is evident from the outpouring of grief and sorrow on our little corner of the internet. So before normal services resumed, I just wanted to pay this tribute to Ryan Brady and express my condolences to his widow Annabelle. Thank you, Ryan, for so much more than you could have known. Rest in peace. Hello 
and welcome to Generation Mix episode 8. This is the podcast where a father and a son review the CDs that the dad has been making for the son for the last four years or so. I am the dad, I'm Neil. Uh, I am the son, I'm Joel. So episode 8 and we are going to be listening to the music of... DC Talk! So yeah, I don't think many of you will have actually got the clue because um, it's quite an obscure artist unless you are uh, into Christian rock music and that's what we are going to be listening to. Uh, so DC Talk were a three-piece band, uh, three vocalists comprising Toby McKeon or Toby Mac, uh, Kevin Max or K-Max and Michael Tate. Uh, they emerged in the late 80s and in my opinion, they transformed Christian music in the 90s. And a lot of this that we're going to listen to comes from their albums that they recorded in the 90s. With that said, we're going to dive straight in with the title track of uh, their fourth album, and that's Jesus Break. say about it but well it was one of your favorite in fact at one point it was your favorite track of all time we're talking like years ago well we're talking less than four years ago because that's so, when i made you the cd four years ago then yeah jesus freak is a, is a cracking song it's it's a fusion of rock there's a bit of rap in there um and i'm not a rap fan but it, this is this is rap that actually i quite enjoy because it's a small amount Jesus Freak is a particularly good album. We will be listening to several other tracks as we go through this CD. Uh, so I'll say a little bit more about the album as a whole as we get to that. But we're going to go to the album before it, which was called Free at Last. And the first track I've picked from that is called Love is a Verb. like Jesus Freak, that track's got um, a lot more of their rock rap style that they'd started yeah. to perfect. Do you like Love is a Verb? Yeah. I think it's okay. It's okay. I really, I've forgotten how much I like that. I haven't listened to this album, Free at Last, for a long time. And I've forgotten how much I like that track. I can admit that back in 92 when this album came out, I really didn't like it at all. Um, but my, my taste changed quite significantly over the years. 
The third track is a special track for me and also your mum. It's from their final proper album, Supernatural, and it's Godsend. Godson. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, you know, you know the story, don't you? So why don't you tell the story instead of me about why this is a special track for Mummy? So this is this was put on a compilation CD Dad made for Mum. Yeah. While they were dating, and then and then it became their first dance. Yeah, it was our first dance at our wedding. It was Godsend. Um, it used to be one of my all-time favorite tracks it's it's slipped a little in terms of how much i like the track but it's still special do you actually like godsend then you said it was yeah. nice but yeah i do well it was quite significant both in our early relationship and also obviously at our wedding you might not be here if i hadn't put that on a cd joel <laughs> <laughs> the fourth track i've picked is not from a DC Talk album. So they split around about the turn of the millennium. It wasn't a split with any animosity. They just wanted to do different things and do uh, solo careers. And this track was from Toby Mac's solo album, the second one, Welcome to Diverse City. And they all got back together again and did a version of a track from that as a bonus at the end of it called favourite track on the compilation though I'm not sure anymore I don't really know what it is why, why are you no longer sure Cause I know this was one that you were looking forward to talking about a bit mm, I don't really haven't heard it very much since probably the main reason yeah I suppose you haven't listened to the CD for a while it may well rekindle doing this listen through yeah we return to Jesus Freak for our fifth selection and if I'm honest, I think this is my favourite track of the compilation. And it's called What If I Stumble? The greatest single cause of atheism in the world today is Christians, who acknowledge Jesus with their lips and walk out the door and deny him by their lifestyle. That is what an unbelieving world simply finds unbelievable. My favourite too. 
understand now why you were so reticent about atmosphere because I've forgotten this was next. It's a fantastic opening to the song. So it's a quote from a fellow called Brennan Manning. You'd have just heard it in the uh, the clip that we included. So I'm going to put another clip in here of a bit later on of the song. song seems to be about people saying what if my actions as a Christian aren't commensurate with the teaching of the Bible and actually put people off God what if I stumble and they see that and it has a detrimental effect on how people might find Jesus I think it's a really it's a touchstone track for me, What If I Stumble. I've thought about the lyrics mm. on that so many times over my life. They're really good. Yeah, that's definitely true for that song. The sixth selection is drawn from, as is the seventh, the album Supernatural again, which for me is by far their best work. I know a lot of people either pick Free at Last or potentially Jesus Feet, particularly if they're a bit more of a metalhead. Um... But Supernatural is just a good rock album. Whether or not you're into Christian rock, it, it's, it got a positive review from Q Magazine when it came out. And so the sixth track on this compilation from Supernatural is It's Killing Me. But I want you to know It's killing me Yeah, it, it's the opening track from Supernatural, uh, which is because it segues straight into two, uh, the next track, which is why they're back to back on this one. I think it shows off the vocal abilities of the various members. The song opens up with Michael Tate singing. That then moves into a section that's sung by Kevin Max, and I particularly like his vocals. There's a vibrato that he's got in his singing that is so distinctive. And it actually, it really stands out whenever you hear it and you think, I know that singer. That singer's voice is so distinctive. And I think It's Killing Me shows off all three of them because I think the chorus is then done by Toby Mac. But yeah, it then segues into our seventh track on here, which is Die. Okay, again, not as good as the other ones. 
I like it that it again shows off the vocals, but it follows straight on from "It's Killing Me," which I really like. So I would not have included it if I didn't have to or anything like that. But because I think it still shows off DC Talk well. Our next track is from 2015. Now DC Talk have not been a going concern for nearly 20 years now. But in 2015, they again reunited with one another on a Toby Mac album called This Is Not A Test and recorded Love's Feels feels like what do you think of it i definitely like that one really yeah it feels I, more modern than well it others. is more modern than everything exactly. else on here but it feels that's, more like the type of thing i regularly listen to that so. surprises me it's 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 the track i definitely know the least on here i included it to show you that dc talk were wider than just what they did up until 2000 so let's go back to when they were all together. So again, we're going to the Supernatural album and you really should check this out if you haven't. And this track is called Since I Met You. with that response Since I Met You is a fantastic track it's fast it's punchy the lyrics are great it's got again that opening passage sung by Kevin Max and his vibrato is just wonderful okay is what I get for one of what I think is the best tracks on Supernatural and indeed this compilation man oh well you say it's okay. Is it all right? Yeah. As in, Jesus is just all right? My segue, I did. They're great. They come to me in a flash as we they're are speaking. They're stupid and 
Puns hurt the soul. As Pun- said. How dare you say puns hurt the soul? Puns are life. Puns hurt the soul. So Jesus is just alright. That is predominantly a cover of a song by the Doobie Brothers, but so different. So he retained the choruses and then Toby Mac provides his rap, his new lyrics rap in the chorus. This was off free at last. Do they say DC in every single song? No, but they, if you think about rap artists often are very self-referential in their lyrics. So why wouldn't DC Talk be like that when they were a predominantly at the time a rap fusion type band? Um, what do you think of the song? I think it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, Free at Last won a Grammy award um, for Best Christian Album. Um, it's not my favourite DC Talk album. You already know mine. That's Supernatural. But even Jesus Freak, I think, is way better than that as well, which I don't know whether that did quite as well at things like awards. I've already said Supernatural is my favourite, so we're going to go to it again for a track called Red Letters. understand that it's a quieter and slower track do you know what red letters refers to um uh, things in the bible but what things in the bible um jesus parables. more than that it's actually red letters refers to anything that was verbally said by jesus and it's printed in red letters in certain bibles so that whole line, the truth in the red letters, is about there is truth in the teachings, in the words of Jesus. That's what the song is referring to. We're going to return now to Jesus Freak. So I said I'd say a little bit more about the album when we were doing a little bit more talk about Jesus Freak. So it came out in 1995. It won awards all over the place and is widely acclaimed as being one of the greatest and most influential albums in the history of Christian music. That's a direct quote from Wikipedia there. Other albums that would kind of come under that category might be things like Only Visiting This Planet by Larry Norman from the 70s. Um, You might well include Amy Grant's Heart in Motion in terms of a, a very influential Christian pop album that really crossed over into the mainstream because this album did. So in America, this album hit number 16 in the Billboard Top 100 chart, which was quite significant for a Christian album at the time. 
and it is quite a heavy rock album. We're now going to listen to the opening track from that album. So you kind of got the idea that they were a bit of a rap fusion band quite early on, more concentrated on that rap hip hop elements. And then you hear this in Massively different from the tracks from Free at Last. That was full on rock. And it's not the track that introduced me to DC Talk, but having heard a track we'll hear later and thoroughly enjoyed it, I bought the album. Having been not interested having in what I'd heard before from Free at Last and beforehand. And then this came out of my speakers and I was instantly hooked to this album. It's a great opening track. Our next one is again, we're looking at something from the solo careers of members of DC Talk, where the other band members rejoined them for a track. And this is from an album called The Blood by Kevin Max. And it's called The Cross. Stormy night No love No hope inside Don't cry He is coming Don't die Without knowing The cross That was also very different was very different So that's actually a gospel album uh, With rock stylings as well but it's predominantly was a gospel album it was very highly acclaimed I think it won uh, several kind of Christian music awards but what do you think of it? Um, I don't like it it's not my favourite yeah, I don't particularly like it either yeah it, it's not as good as their reunion tracks like Atmosphere and Love Feels Like is it? No, I, I kind of agree with you. We return now for the final time to the Supernatural album. And this one is called My Friend So Long. 
record on the telephone. It was my cousin Joan. She picked it up in the top 40 rock and then I read your interview in Rolling Stone. You threw the boys a bone. And so I genuinely felt obliged to call. I know you never meant to hurt us, man. We're just a baby band. You found a quicker way to scale the wall of can see that or hear that as the case may be. I can understand what you mean there, but the, is that a good thing? Yeah, green's great. Green's great. Yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from with that. And I've already said so many times how tracks on Supernatural are my favourites. I've probably said that for two of the other ones, but again, this is another one of my favourites. I I love the I love the rhythm of the words. I love the fact that they one of them sings a line and the line just tails off and it's starting to fade when the next singer comes in and does the next line. I think it's My Friend So Long structurally, vocally at least anyway, is the best track on Supernatural. It's honestly Supernatural is a very good album, so whether or not you're interested in Christian music, Supernatural is worth listening to. And I just recommend that to people I would love to own a copy on vinyl but I don't think it exists I'd love yeah. to hear it properly on vinyl it'd be fantastic we're also going to go now for the final time to the Free at Last album from 1992 the one that won Grammys and we're going to hear a track called The Hard Way I'm not that keen on the album as a whole, but I, The Hard Way is one of my preferred tracks in it. I could have included Lean On Me, which is another cover of the album. That's the song, yeah. When but it is a pure cover rather than when they did Jesus Is Just Alright, which is by no means a pure cover. But I decided to include Hard Way because I quite like that track, but it's nothing earth-shattering. The final two tracks come from the Jesus Freak album. And the first one of which is my introduction to DC Talk. So I used to be in a gospel choir when I was at Warwick University called Revelation. And there were other Revelation gospel choirs around the country. And they used to come together on an annual basis for a big concert and shindig get together. And at that, which happened to be in Edinburgh, one of the songs we did was In the Light. And I loved the track it made me go out and buy Jesus Freak like I mentioned earlier but this is actually a cover of a song by a fellow called Charlie Peacock but it's done so well my suspicions that I'm still a man indeed I'm a savior 
You're doing that to annoy me now. <laughs> no. Yeah. No, I hate this. I'm hating you. Oh. <laughs> On, you, you must be kidding me that you don't... No. You, you just no. met in the light. You know what? I think he does this on a, at least once on every CD. That you do this on a track, and I go, "What? Maybe I need to learn what his taste might be because that has really surprised me that you, you dismissed in the light in that way." Gosh. Our last track is "What Have We Become" from the Jesus Freak. Like a kingdom with no king I think that's got a great message, that song. That yeah, I wasn't really listening to the lyrics too much. DC but. Talk comprised two white guys and a black guy. The album Jesus Freak contains several tracks that talk about racial tension or rather how we there needs to be less of it. And that's one of those tracks. What have we become? It's talking about... Um, people from different races falling in love and the reaction of families who can't handle that and it's a really mature song really mm. there's a track on there called coloured people it says that we're all coloured people there's no such thing as um separating people out on on the basis of color we're all colored and it's such a good album overall what do you think of the dc tour compilation well i definitely like it yeah. But it's not the best so far, and it's also not the worst so far, so... Okay. Would you be tempted to seek out the Jesus Freaks or, or Supernatural albums? Probably those two, because those two, I could say, I like the most. But maybe not the Free At Last albums. Yeah, I, I, it's fair, I think. Free At Last isn't as good for me. Nowhere near as good. Well, that was DC Talk. One thing I didn't mention was that our musical clue at the beginning, because um, I'm guessing almost no one would have got it, was actually from the track What If I Stumble. Yeah. Um, which kind of makes sense, actually, given that Joel said that it was his favourite. That was the one he was prepared to do a little vocal sing to. It is now, of course, time for our regular feature called... Joel's Revenge! <laughs> What have you got? I've got another Alan Walker song today. Okay. I'm actually not feeling that this is going to be particularly bad in terms of revenge because I'm going to quite like Alan Walker. On Spotify, it says it is by Alan Walker and David Whistle, who I'm guessing does the vocals. 
So, and it is routine. So that was Routine. Um, it was actually it's actually one of his most recent releases as a single because most of Alan Walker's songs are singles. So what did you think, Joel? What does the word routine mean? Like repetitive. Mmm. <laughs> oh no. Oh that's, no. That's appropriate, isn't it? Well, and can you think of another meaning of the word routine? Schedule. That's a synonym. <laughs> yeah, synonym. yeah, but the one I'm thinking of is mundane. Like if something is routine, it is a bit boring. Knew you wouldn't like I it. I think it is very well named. That is a shame. I had, I've, I've been quite positive about the Alan Walker tracks you picked. Well, this is this is one of his maybe like ten. No. Vocal. I've got nothing against instrumentals. They're instrumentals I love. We've done a flipping Mike Oldfield thing, haven't yeah, but we? I don't think you, you, I know you don't like Force by Alan Walker. Um, I don't know what that is. Don't you don't like most of you don't like most of the uh, Fat Rat songs? There was there was no didn't really feel like there was actually anything innovative in the melody. It was three, four chord song with a few bleeps. Um, okay, I guess. He's done good stuff. I have liked things like Faded. And you the one never like Faded. I've grown to like it. I mean, maybe that's the thing, is I can grow to like stuff. There's a few things that I, I rarely... That that beautiful there, people. So you went and bought the album. That's true, that's true. But then it was on a very good price on Amazon. <laughs> Other retailers are available. That wasn't a good one for me. Still, is it... It's down amongst the... Um, life, is life is fun. And... Oh, I expected to say it was worse, and I ho- kind of hoped you would say it was I think worse. I prefer Life is Fun, actually. Yes. Life is Fun is the best. Well, that was episode eight. Thank you very much for listening. We will be back in a fortnight's time with our next episode. The musical clue is on its way. But even with that clue, if you can work out who it is, it might not be what you expect. Ah, I put in some mystery. But thank you very much for listening. Rate us on iTunes. We're now on Spotify. So you can follow us on there. We are on Google Podcasts, I believe. We're certainly on where you standard get your podcast like I do from. Download it, tell people about it, expand the podcast. We are starting to invest a little bit in here. 
Episode 9 is coming in fortnight. Enjoy the musical clue. But for now, this is Generation Mix signing off. Bye-bye. Generation Mix.